Don Mockholtz, and you're listening to Looking Up with Don. This is the Looking Up with Don podcast, episode number 106, for the week of January 12th, 2022. The related website for this podcast is donmacholtz.com. That is spelled D-O-N-M-A-C-H-H-O-L-Z.com. Two H's. What's up in the sky this week? As our week begins on Wednesday, January 12th, the moon will be big and bright in our evening sky, about 75% full. It will be moving north of the equator through the constellations Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, and into Leo. This puts the moon high in the sky for northern hemisphere observers and increases the number of hours it will be visible each night. Is your observing site clustered by trees with only a small open area overhead? Then this is the season to see the moon. The moon will be full on Monday, January 17th at 2348 Universal Time. Then it will be rising at sunset, up all night, and setting at sunrise. On those clear nights, this is a good week to walk in the snow. By next Tuesday, January 18th, the moon will be 99% full and technically in the morning sky rising shortly after sunset and up for most of the night. Get your binoculars, telescopes, and cameras out and watch moonrise over your east-northeast horizon. It will be shortly after sunset, and the, the next night it will be rising about an hour later. This depends upon your latitude. In all my decades of astronomy, watching moonrise never fails to impress me. Remember last week, my byline was, this is a good week to look at the moon? This led to a most unusual occurrence that I had never expected to happen. Every evening near sunset, I walk our seven cats around the yard a few times. Then I lead them into their cat shack in our shop and feed them their evening meal. They have a nice cat shack three levels, a heater, and an electric blanket, plus food, water, and litter boxes. After they eat, I bring two or three of them into our house for the night. I carry them one at a time, cradled in my arms, looking up at me. Cats don't usually look up. They're not built for that. This week, one by one, Each of our cats noticed the moon high in the sky. They looked at it in alarm like, what is that? Cats are attuned to seeing birds in the sky. And when one flies by, they always take a keen interest in them. The birds usually appear dark against the sky. So now you understand the surprise and alarm they felt when they saw a light-shaded object against a dark blue sky. 
like, what is that? Is it moving across the sky? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, kitty. That is the moon. So give your cats a thrill this week. Show them the moon. The planets Mercury and Saturn are low in our evening sky in a sense they are going separate ways. Mercury will go between us and the sun, not an exact lineup. It passes north of the sun on January 22nd. Meanwhile, Saturn will go behind the sun. Mercury will more quickly emerge into our morning sky. It will be visible at the end of the month. You won't see Saturn for a couple of months. Comet Leonard is dimming in the evening sky. It's now about six magnitude. The northern hemisphere watched it as it brightened. Now the southern hemisphere is watching it fade. This comet did not disappoint. No, it wasn't as bright as Comet Neowise last year. Remember this. Comet Neowise was a rare event. A comet like that one comes along only once every few years. But Comet Leonard did reach about second or third magnitude. And it was visible with the unaided eye for those living in both the northern and southern hemispheres for a couple of weeks. It was an active comet, too, with a couple of fine tails which showed a lot of detail in astronomy images. In future decades, you will see images of this comet in magazines and textbooks. Will you be able to see the International Space Station this week, which for our purposes begins Wednesday, January 12th through Tuesday, January 18th? It depends upon where you are located. This week we have five zones. All you need to know is your latitude. Those living north of 53 degrees north and those living south of 25 degrees south will not see the ISS this week. Everyone else between 53 degrees north and 25 degrees south We'll see it on at least a few nights this coming week. From 37 to 53 degrees north, the International Space Station will be in your evening sky for at least part of the week. From 5 degrees south to 37 degrees north, the ISS will be in your morning sky for part of the week and in your evening sky for part of the week. From 5 degrees south to 25 degrees south, the ISS will be in your morning sky for at least part of the week. To determine where it will be in your sky, go to the website heavens-above.com and enter your location, then click on ISS. We have more than a half dozen comets in our skies but with the bright moon in the sky, we'll discuss them next week. What about the comets we will see this year in 2022? Right now, we have the greatest number of comets in our skies that we will see all year. And this is a lot of comets. Most years, we do not have this many. This is why for the next month, get out and see some comets.
with four of them brighter than 10th magnitude and four more between 10th and 11th magnitude. That is eight comets visible in a small to moderate sized telescope. Within two months, most of these eight comets will fade out. But comet C2019L3 Atlas remains at magnitude 9 to 10. It is a big comet, far away and moving slowly. In June, we lose it behind the sun. It will emerge into our morning sky in August. Perhaps the brightest comet of the year will be C2017K2 Pan-STARRS. It was discovered in mid-2017 when it was 16 astronomical units away. One astronomical unit is the distance from the sun to the earth. So this was 16 times farther away than that. That's very distant for a comet discovery. It was found with one of the major sky surveys, government-funded, called PANSTARS. This comet will reach its closest point to the sun in December 2022, that's late this year, at 1.8 astronomical units. By then, it should brighten up to about magnitude 6, and it may even be visible to the unaided eye. There are a couple of more comets we are expected to see. Comet Pan-STARRS C2021-03 may brighten to magnitude 5 by April as it has a close perihelium distance. But this comet may not survive that long. It is presently magnitude 15. Oh yeah, a comet I discovered in 1986 P96, will be at perihelium in 13 months. It comes in from the south. So the southern hemisphere will pick it up first in December of this year. Northern hemisphere observers will be able to pick it up in February 2023 in the morning sky at magnitude 9. And this list does not include those comets yet to be discovered this year. Living here in Arizona, January has had some pleasant weather, and I've been able to get out and do a lot of visual comet hunting. So far this year, and this is less than two weeks in, I've done 20 hours of comet hunting. Compare that to the 189 hours I did in all of last year. Some of my morning sessions are three or more hours long. One does get cold after a few hours at the telescope. In fact, I use my wife's hair dryer to keep the eyepiece warm so it doesn't fog over. One thing that I have noticed is the quad meteor shower. It normally peaks on January 4th, but that morning was cloudy for me. However, I saw a lot of telescopic meteors on the next two and three mornings. My skies here are fairly dark. On the Bortle scale, a subjective measure of sky brightness, it is a Bortle 3. Now, the Bortle scale is to determine and communicate the sky brightness, 
a Bordeaux 1 is very, very dark, while a Bordeaux 9 would be city, uh, city uh, type of environment. My sky would be a Bordeaux 2, but there is a copper mine, a very large one, about 20 miles to my south-southeast, and this has a light dome. That is a dome of light pollution extending about 15 degrees up in my southeastern sky. The remainder of the sky is dark. The other night I was able to easily see the Galaxy M33 high in the sky with direct vision. The brighter galaxy, the Andromeda Galaxy M31 is easy, but M33 is more difficult, and most nights I can see it only with averted vision looking off to the side. The other night, though, it was more easily visible than usual. I also can see the Gegenschein most nights. This is part of the zodiacal light that is opposite the sun. We accept guests here who want to do some astronomy. If you have a trailer or a fifth wheel, we have a place you can park for a few days at a time. It is a few hundred yards from our house and has excellent views. You can empty your tanks into our septic and use our well water to fill your water tanks. And we will leave you alone. And we have a guest suite with a bedroom and a bath. Plus, I have lots of telescopes you can borrow or rent. The weather here in the winter from October through February is usually particularly good. With temperatures down to nearly freezing, because we do live at 4,600 feet elevation, and we usually do not have much wind. This might make a good getaway for those astronomers who want to get away from the snow and clouds back home. To recap the podcast, what's up this coming week? We have a very bright moon in the evening sky, full moon late next week. And we have the planet Jupiter still visible in the southwestern sky. You might still be able to pick up Saturn and Mercury, but they will be much closer to the horizon. And show the moon to your cat. You have been listening to Looking Up with Don, podcast episode number 106 for January 12th, 2022. I'm Don Mockholtz. Once again, the related website for this podcast is donmockholtz.com. That is spelled D-O-N-M-A-C-H-H-O-L-Z.com. Two H's. You can contact me at dontheastronomer at gmail.com. Once again, that is dontheastronomer at gmail.com. God willing and pod willing, I'll be back next week for another episode of Looking Up with Don. We will discuss what's up in the sky, including a few comets in the moonless sky. I will bring up morning astronomical observation and hints on how to get out of bed at 3 a.m. to look at the stars. And I want to talk about the space age and how that augmented and encouraged amateur astronomy in the 1960s. All that and more. Thank you for listening. 
see the sky this week. I'll see you next week. 